Hey, what's up? Do you like sex, love, and astrology? I do. You're in the right place. Let's dig in. Let's go. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Astromantics. I'm Lacey. This amazing creature over here is Mary. Hello. Hello. And today we have Carmelita with us. Uh, Carmelita has been a longtime friend of mine. Um, and she is, we worked together at this small little coffee shop. <laughs> super fun I've heard so much about this coffee shop <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah I totally like I know you just from that right because like <laughs> mount of coffee shop stories yes and Carmelita and I knew each other before Jeff and I I think even knew each other my husband right yeah. you go back yeah. further than Jeff yeah farther than Jeff that's how you know it's she knew me by my maiden name, Salo, right? It's true. Like, mm -hmm. It's true. Yeah. And I knew Jeff before you guys got together. That's right. That's right. What? Many moons, <laughs> many, many moons ago. <laughs> so, hi, friends. Hi. I know. Uh, and today we're here to talk about Carmelita's sex life. So now that we know who she is. Real quick. <laughs> No problem. It's going to be fun. <laughs> oh, it is. I'm excited. Yeah, you said you podcast as a hobby. Can you I do that real quick? So do I you can follow it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I am a perpetual guest. Mm -hmm. It's the I funnest it. thing ever. So I've been very grateful and blessed and honored to have met some independent podcasters who run these great movie podcasts primarily and they invite me on so graciously yeah. and we talk about movies. And so there's a number of podcasts I've been so fortunate to, to speak with. Um, let's see, I'll just name a few. There's more. I'll, I'll even give you guys my Twitter and if people are interested, they can, oh, I, I always, post, she I always post when someone invites me. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, because I'm not scared. I'm not scared of anything oh, we say here. It's amazing. Of someone tracking me down elsewhere. Yeah, I'm yeah. Not bashful. No. Uh, but yeah, but that's amazing. Uh, podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah, podcasts like Film Feast, the Film Alchemist, uh, the Cult Movies podcast, Cobwebs podcast. Who else? The Shelf Shutting Movie Show, Schlock and Awe. There's a number. I've been yes, really fortunate. I need a list. It's like so much fun. Holy it's a good time. Shit. And then what's your Twitter? Uh, my Twitter is at Carmelita says, we'll mm. see how long before it completely implodes over there. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm hanging on until it's no longer a thing, a viable place to be. <laughs> I know. I, I've heard a few things. I try not to follow news too much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's I've heard better. <laughs> yeah. Bye. <laughs> need sanity and also I don't care if it's not if, if it's like not in my Aquarius this is a part of my world I go eh whatever is it astrology I will listen to that shit is it not Meh. you know like <laughs> as far as news goes you know no that's a, I mean I think yeah. that's fair <laughs> it's my chart it's kind of just what happens I do love archaeology though I know everything about that right like historical world history mm -hmm. that. found you 
patient. Yay! There I am. Yay. Mary's now. So yeah, so I I've been I've been doing that now for about two or no, it's more like three years. Good. Um, fifty plus episodes. Damn. Various podcasts. So it's been a good time. And one of the things that's been really fun, which is relevant to our conversation today, is that in recent times I've had the opportunity to talk about some sexy movies. Yes. And in and in the course of talking about sex in movies, Mm -hmm. I've I've been able to. I've, I've been able to really dig into sexuality in the context of film. So I love it. Yeah. So that's fun. It, I think it really helps too, because anytime you can make the taboo, um, something you're talking about, like objectifying it rather than internalizing it, it makes it easier, so much easier to yes. engage with. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you have and- a favorite genre of movie? Oh, I mean, I love horror. Thriller, like yeah, horror that and thriller. Gonna, that was gonna be my question. I love, but I, be I love thrillers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love psychological drama. You also love sort of older movies too, right? Like I, I always kind of see sixties, right, seventies, mm-hmm. fifties, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, watch a lot of classic film. Yeah, and I like I like heavy topics. I really enjoy films that make me think. Get to the bottom of us and like pick it apart. And yes, yeah, that's my guess. Uh, I love it. Intellectual thrillers. (laughs) Yes. 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 Mm -hmm. All of that. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. So we're going to share the screen and only we can see this. Um, Boom and bam. And this is you, which you've seen before. Um, I have. You have. Any listeners, let me just say any listeners who have not had their chart done. Yes. Yes. Come here. <laughs> these ladies are the place to go. That's right. Team I, Aquarius. I had the opportunity. Yes. Team Aquarius. I had the opportunity to have you guys do my chart. Yes. Not too long ago. Right. Or it seems like not too long ago. It was uh, like time- March, I think maybe. Like yeah. March. So earlier this year. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Totally. Such an awesome experience. Oh, validating as And this is, and and then when this opportunity came up, I mean, why wouldn't I jump at it, right? Yes. Well, anytime I see this much Scorpio in a chart, I immediately am like, oh, interesting, right? Because (laughs) Scorpio, uh, this sign in particular rules the genitals, right? And it doesn't make Scorpio a sex craze anything. It just means that um, there's a little more willingness to go to the deeper, darker places, to taboo places, sometimes that other people maybe don't want to go to, or they're willing to entertain, look at, right? And maybe in fact, love it, but secretly. So it's right. interesting that you have so much Scorpio. So for our listeners, Carmelita has a gigantic stellium in her 12th house Scorpio. You're going to share the wheel, right? Yeah, Not the just the wheel, wheel part. Wheel. Mm-hmm. So that you could see this, but like the biggest fucking Scorpio Delium. Delium ever. Ever. <laughs> like yeah. coolest, biggest. And then it's 12th house, right? So it has a Pisces layer to it. Kind of a foggy mysticism. Uh, Oneness merging. Wisdom to it, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Piscean way. Yeah. I love to um, talk about movies. I feel like that fits perfect, right? <laughs> right. Because uh, Libra. Transcendence, transcending about movies too, right? Yeah. With reach, yeah. everybody. 
and Libra loves the topic of art, right? So modern art, art that is social, art that everyone can engage in, intellectual art. Taurus, which is another Venus ruled sign, it likes holding art, making tangible art. Libra is also Venus ruled. And there's more of intellectual art, right? Aesthetic art, right? It's more um, social engaging art um, rather than, you know, exactly. But music, bands, words, poetry, right? Those things are all like what the, they like, to a Libra. And I do. Mm-hmm. This is 100% accurate. Hell yes. And they kind of <laughs> like to be the first to know sometimes. Or like- I do. <laughs> I live for that. And I want to know everything about it. I want to be the first to know. And I want to know everything about, about it. it. That's that Scorpio. So Scorpio loves to get to the bottom of things, right? I want to get to the bottom, right? And it's in your 12th house, which means that it's a place of service. In the 12th house is a charity vibe, right? People like to be a public service. So there's something about you getting to the bottom of things and then sharing it to the globe, 11th house, right? Sharing it um, to more than just one person because it's all out there, right? And so I think that it's, so the 12th house also represents ways in which We were growing up, we felt repression, a sense of repression. And this chart tells me that there is something about the way you grew up that um, you felt maybe repressed in sharing some of these, you know, sharing your uh, thoughts, right? Sharing your body, um, sharing sex, right? Um, or it could also mean that you gave sex away as charity. So something that too, Interesting. <laughs> all of these are true. Interesting. <laughs> so just a little background. So, and you know, some of this already, Lacey, some of it. So I grew up in a very traditional Mexican American right. Roman Catholic household. Catholic. And my parents weren't super devout, Mm-mm. but there was definitely like, they grew up a certain way and they had certain expectations for us growing up. Mm-hmm. They had lived these very repressed lives sexually. Right. My mother was definitely a little more open in sharing information mm-hmm. and didn't try to keep information from me she was Mm -hmm. actually very open considering how she was raised where they like you don't talk about sex because if you don't talk about it it won't happen right she wasn't like that with me but she also like her own personal experience was so limited Mm -hmm. that like when I hit my teen years and became sexually active at 15 Uh uh there's things I was not going to talk to her about because I didn't think she could handle it and I wasn't going to ask her questions because I knew she herself had only had one partner right. in marriage right. and didn't have these experiences. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to make her uncomfortable. And I didn't, and I knew that she just wasn't the one to ask. So mm-hmm. I, I ended up exploring a lot of things myself. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. And did you ever feel, I have a Venus here. And so she's kind of very like giving, she likes if something about, like, I like to reward with good sex. Right. Because I have like a Pisces Mm -hmm. vibe there almost. Right. Because it's a 
a service in some ways. Um, so it's really interesting for me. And you have not Venus, but you have Mars. Mars is in its domicile. Mars loves to be in Scorpio, right? It's its favorite place. Um, but it is, so Scorpio is also about being the scorpion where it waits, it hides and it waits until it's sure it can eat, shoot mm -hmm. its prey, right? Uh, do you it's feel so you true. approach sex this way? <laughs> so, I mean, even in those early years as mm -hmm. a teenager, like I, I was always like, I don't start something I can't finish. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I was very much like, I will, like, I will know, like, I'm, I'm not really going to go for it mm -hmm. until I know that I'm a hundred percent into it. Right. And once I'm into it, yeah, mm -hmm. like I can can become performative. It can become like, I'm going to, I'm going to give you the night of your life. You yes, know what I mean? Yes. Yes. But I have to be sure from the outset, like, right. Yeah, definitely. Like being sure that they're down. Do you ever like go for, um, something that I like, uh, it likes prey, but it likes prey that maybe it knows it's going to win. It does like a challenge though. Scorpio does yes. like to challenge itself. Right. Yeah. Do you ever find that you go for someone who maybe you feel like might not? And then like, is that kind of a thrill? Very rarely. Interesting. Yeah. 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 For me, the thrill is in reading someone. Oh, like reading their body language. Right taking in the way that they're flirting with me or the way that they're talking with me and like trying to read them mm -hmm. trying to figure out like that's the part of the chase that works for me is in, is in decoding is not asking a bunch because I don't I'm the no. kind of person no, 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 how no. I am I don't ask a lot of questions no 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 Scorpio I leave it mysterious it. I don't pry but I'm feeling it so I'm like I'm taking in everything you're saying and doing and mm -hmm. your body and right. I'm reading you. Right. And then the thrill is in when I finally read like, oh yeah, it's on. Mm -hmm. Right. And then when I confirm that by going for it and then it's like, okay, yeah, I was right. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. 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 So Scorpio is a very, what we call a psychic sign. The water signs all have a kind of knowing and that's how they can describe it. Right. It's not with the words you say now air signs are more about like, I need to um, intellectually know what mm. this is, you know, right? It's more about words and flirting and sexting and stuff like that, right? But um, Scorpio is definitely more of a, a, a felt, a, a psychic, a knowing, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so that was, so you have... Scorpio, you have your moon here too. And that represents mm -hmm. part of a body, right? And it can mean, it can be an indicator that you had an intense mother in some way, right? Or like maybe very truthful, you know? Um, my son has a Scorpio moon and he definitely has a mother who talks to him about everything, right? <laughs> kind of similar to the way that your mom was, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it, so it also means though that his body... He is not likely, and maybe you may not like be likely to engage in like sensory play, um, 
right? Like food isn't maybe a turn on, or I don't know, you have no, cancer in the food, eighth house, no. right, right? But food isn't a turn on, like uh, the senses aren't exactly a turn on, like just the, you know, sight, smell, see, like the physical senses so much. Yours would be more about the feeling senses. Mm. I, there's something to that. I am very visual, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I can, but if like that, if the feeling part of it, if, if that chemistry mm-hmm. can override like the, the, the visual need, mm-hmm. but I am definitely very visual. Yes. Um, yeah. That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause Scorpio moons, it's the opposite, a Taurus moon. Cause this is the opposition here. Taurus is called what's called exalted it means that Taurus, uh, moon loves being in Taurus. It's like, oh, oh my God, give me all the food. Give me all the sheets. Give me all the luxury. Right. It really enjoys feeling, smelling and cuddling. Right. Scorpio is the opposite. They both love loyalty right? Uh, loyalty is something that is important to both Scorpio and Taurus, right? Something about um, there's safety in loyalty because Scorpio in particular, there's a merging that in most Scorpios tends to happen, right? There's a sense of I like to lose myself or maybe I do lose myself. I, I merge, merge, but with the moon here, it makes it maybe even harder to merge in the way that maybe other people think about merging. Does that make sense? No, that makes sense. And this is, this is kind of fascinating. So uh-huh. historically, yes, I definitely in sexual relationships or sexual encounters, mm-hmm. there's definitely been a tendency to start to go into my head and go cerebral with it Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to not lose control or to not like completely Mm -hmm. give over. Like that's some kind of like, like there's a threat there. Yeah. Scorpio is very threatened if they don't feel. Yeah. Cause there's a sense of control. Scorpio is also known Mm -hmm. for a strong sense of control, right? A control over body. But there's also though this interesting, if you go occult with it almost, right? Because Scorpio also has a fascination with sort of cult, mysterious, which I magic. Do. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. So I wonder if if uh if that might be a way to access this other part of Scorpio, right? Mm. To, to access that part that wants to, yeah. where do we end and begin, you know, kind of a thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. That's something I'm definitely better placed to explore now in this time of my life. Like I'm in this yes. whole transition phase. I was yes. in a long-term relationship. We were together mm-hmm. 13 years, Long time. married for almost eight, not quite eight. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I've been divorced now two or three years. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Happily parted as friends. It was the best decision I've ever made in my life. Perfect. (laughs) Well, one of them, not the best, best, but I, it was a good thing Mm -hmm. for both of us. 
Right. And since the end of, even towards the end of that relationship, I was kind of starting to having to confront like my sexuality, what I want. Right. How I engage. Mm -hmm. And now that I'm single again for the first time in many years, it's like, okay, what am I available for? Mm -hmm. How can I avoid some of the pitfalls from my previous relationship sexually? Right. It's, it's been as it's the last couple of years have been a really fascinating odyssey (laughs) (laughs) of self-discovery and thinking about like, okay, well, this is how you used to do it. Right. Right. But what do you, what do you want now? Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where I'm at, which is one of the beautiful things about this opportunity to have you two. Right. With all of your know-how of my chart. Right. To kind of help inform me about some of those possibilities. Right. Putting legs to it, if you will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yours is, uh, it's really interesting with all that, a lot of that 12th house Libra, of course, is the sign that loves and craves partnership. Right. Um, right. it thinks in partnership, it likes to be in partnership, right. Um, partnership with a friend would be definitely sort of something essential here in a way. Um, and I think also maybe even important for you to really let go of con- of that control component, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think, Mary? There's so much, um, <laughs> there, there's so many layers of cool mm-hmm. things here. Yeah. The first thing that caught my eye was Mars, right? Yeah. Um, it's literally on the border of like your subconscious self and then your fully embodied like self self mm-hmm. right it's sitting in this transition zone mm-hmm. so mars is like what we go to war for it's like our energy our chi right yours is sitting right in the well it's in the analytic degree right so that's a wisdom kind of placement right that's like i i've done this and i know this kind of a thing so there's kind of a knowingness with scorpio there but then kind of makes it really strong right there on a subconscious and a conscious level right because it's like straddling the the two because the wheel right we start at one and we go Mm -hmm. all the way to 12 12 is where you have so much of this energy and then right at the end of 12 is right where one is gonna start again Mm -hmm. boom mars energy right this has to do with sex, has to do with the way we like move through the world. Scorpio Mars specifically, right? That's kind mm-hmm. of what we're talking about putting those walls down, like being able to put walls down. Mm-hmm. I think that um, a Scorpio in the analytic degree would not want to put walls down. A Scorpio in its most wisest degree mm-hmm. um, might be more armored or more prepared than baby Scorpios, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Um, yeah. It does. It there's a a light and a shadow, right? So there is a in, intensity in a beautiful way, death in a beautiful way, right? Merging with somebody and loyalty, cleverness, intellect, right? Um, but a Scorpio in its strongest form is going to be armored to some extent. Doesn't mean always. You mm-hmm. you know, letting your guard down at some point is critical when it's like 
the right person and there's safety there and there's like death right. and loyalty and trust right it's essential right to have that rawness and authentic connection because of all your libra right like um but then at the same time your libra is in the 11th house of community and networking but it has some trickier spots in it right so the um pluto in mm-hmm. libra generation crisis around relationships lacy has this i think right yeah um and- balancing extremes so political parties mm-hmm. are our generation right extreme one or the other or um and, and relationships yeah she's got black moon lilith though right on top of it same degree right right so not just a crisis around relationships but a feeling oppressed by it or feeling outcasted potentially by it too mm-hmm. and then sun is there to add extra illumination to maybe some of these problems and some of the desire of partnership right and then saturn is here of all things right making it to where you cannot escape libra in any way shape or form saturn <laughs> it's a life's purpose it's gonna be knocking right understanding the way to be in relationships and partnerships with other people is literally what Saturn's asking you to do mm-hmm. even though you might feel repressed and intense um crisis sometimes right it's like Saturn's still like do it you know and and then you have the Scorpio Mars in its strongest point saying mm-hmm. I want to be armored <laughs> like yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna hang back and see what mm-hmm. happens mm-hmm. or safety you know it's um it's a really interesting mix of so many different things and like two very different vibes right libra wants mm-hmm. there to be no boundaries and connectedness and you know um kind of a love of everybody mm-hmm. and then scorpio is very cautious about everybody right oh right? you got both i love this because it's so so true (laughs) it's so true before um in my youth right I you know I mean I was all about casual sex casual relationships Mm -hmm. Mm non-committal I would have friends with benefit situations that would go on a little longer one night Mm -hmm. stands Mm -hmm. and it was really easy for me to kind of connect with people that way, but I was also very guarding of my emotions. So like, right. In those years, like I would not stay at your house. Right. Right. We can fuck and then I'll go home. Yes. I don't want to cuddle and sleep here. Oh, that's. Uh, I don't want to get, I don't want to get too attached. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to go home. Right. Right. <laughs> no, makes you so know, much like sense. This whole thing. Mm-hmm. And, and then I think in my marriage, Mm-hmm. I think to some degree, like it, even though I loved this person and we had entered into this committed relationship, mm-hmm. I was still always very like sex. The sex had nothing to do with the fact that I love you. Like to right. me, those were two separate right. things. Right. right. Yeah. And yes. Sex was always more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Separate, like not commingling those two things. Right. <laughs> That's really but loyalty was also important too. Yes. Like monogamy didn't matter to me. Right, right. Didn't right. care about that. I don't mm-hmm. care how many partners you have. Right. As long as you're honest mm-hmm. and loyal. Right. Like those were the things that mattered. 
Uh, so then we have a breach of loyalty and that's what the sort of was something that was really difficult. Mm. It's, I mean, in that relationship, no, that wasn't an issue. Mm -hmm. There were in past relationships, like, um, yeah, where it was like, you're sleeping with other people, which is fine. Yeah. But if you start sleeping with a good friend of mine or like, you know, then, then it's like, I don't care that you slept with them so much as that, like, now you've added this complication. Yes, totally, totally, totally. You know, things like that, or or there's things around honesty, like, Mm -hmm. like it's fine, whatever you get up to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sad rising. But don't, but don't insult my intelligence. Yeah. Right. Just your body. Just tell me. Truth-telling mm-hmm. being, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And you have Neptune here too, which also makes you kind of magnetic. People who have Neptune with the ascendant tend to be kind of magnetic in a way. Um, ethereal. There. Um, Do you think it would be magnetic for like ambiguousness, though? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Like right. you're a truth teller. I wonder if this Neptune draws in the types that are not, that feel like truth is ambiguous sometimes, or, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder, right? Yeah, no, yeah. I can see it. I can see it. She can see the bullshit. She's got the bullshit detector stellium right. here in the 12th well, house, right? I do. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I detect human lie detector. Yeah. But you can still, though, you would still be compassionate. So Neptune, because it can transcend, it has the ability to be compassionate. So what you're describing is sort of like a compassion for non-monogamy, right? You're like, I understand you don't want to be with just me forever. Uh, I don't want to be with just you maybe forever, you know? Yeah. I like that because it lines up with that Aries fifth house too, right? And it's not even that there has to be like a lot of major players in there. It's just that your fifth house represents like, creativity, sex for fun, kids, like what makes you childlike, mm-hmm. right? But that sex for fun is a big piece of that fifth house, like dating. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you're describing kind of Aries, right? That kind of like sex is its own en- entity, right? Mm-hmm. It's like its own, it doesn't have to be romantic. Yeah, it exactly. Be exclusive. It can yeah. be quick and done, kind of, you know what I mean? But I'm going to go home to my place. Yeah. I do that. that. I'm an Aries double right. rising. So I that's can totally be all hot thoughts. That was great. Bye. And leave. Later. <laughs> right. Thanks. That's kind of like your, your dating, your dating life is kind of summarized in that Aries vibe. That doesn't mean that you don't have this like intense loyalty and desire for like partnership or maybe a desire to merge with people in general that maybe not even one person. Although I think maybe that Scorpio likes ownership a little mm-hmm. if you even if you can't fully understand why because it's in that 12th house so maybe like in theory you're like I don't want to own you but then maybe there's a part of you that naturally feels scorpion about it right mm-hmm. no this is yeah no this is really interesting because mm-hmm. yeah I'm not a jealous person mm-hmm. and I'm not possessive in c- kind of the way we we tend right. to think of it right right but I do like I like I tend to, I do want to have a connection with someone, even if the relationship is casual, mm-hmm. I do want to feel that there's a connection. Like we connect about things, have right. things in common. Right. And I, and I do like this idea of 
a special connection that you don't have with anybody else. Yes. 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 Exactly. Like we have our little shared stories or our little, yeah. our little inside jokes, or yeah. we share an interest in this or a love of this particular thing and yeah. no one else has it. It's just us. And right. Like, sacred piece that's that's where it happens for me and it's not about like I need to like you belong to me and all of your time and your emotion is no it's like there's this little there's this little piece that we have where we connect that you Mm -hmm. don't connect with anyone else this way right right we are merged here yeah yeah Mm -hmm. totally um agreements and contracts are kind of synonymous with uh Scorpio vibes so it doesn't have to be a contract where, you know, um, but the, an agreement, some sort of agreement, right? So like mm-hmm. saying something like that, right? This is a thing that I have. This is a part of your discovery in this, right? Um, but yeah, Scorpios, um, there needs to be some sort of agreement in some way. You know what I mean? Like something like that. Yeah. Um, well, and that's interesting as well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> BDSM has been mm-hmm. a part of my life to varying degrees since yes. I was a teenager. Yes, yes. Do you like and to penetrate? You have a Mars in Scorpio. I am more submissive. Yeah. So people who have Cap- Capricorn and you don't, mm-hmm. you, oh, you have Venus and Virgo, but yes, a Venus and Virgo likes to be submissive. She likes to get the details right. Yes, that is true. Totally. That is absolutely true. Yeah. You know, like that entering into those kinds of relationships or those kinds of play scenarios, like there has to be negotiation. There has to be agreements to keep it safe and consensual. And Mm -hmm. so that, so that's definitely, that resonates. Right. Um, I was going to ask about, because obviously it looks very BDSME. And it's interesting too, because we have a mix here. So some people have Scorpio, not in the 12th house. We've seen people who have Scorpio in the fifth house and they prefer, uh, they like to be submissive as well, but not all Scorpio fifth houses. There are some, it depends upon where the sun is possibly or what sun yeah. in, um, because we find that it's not always, oh, every Scorpio, you're definitely the sub in every sitch, right? Or you're definitely the dom in every sitch, right? There's definitely always some sort of concept of power play though, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. With, that I find interesting. Um, and Scorpio rules the genitals. So often people who, every Scorpio, the Scorpio Mars is that we've interviewed, how often say that they enjoy anal sex. Would you say I that do. you, you do, you enjoy it. Interesting. Yeah. Well, and that was, <laughs> <laughs> so I will tell listeners for anyone who's like, yes. I'll just say my first couple of experiences with that in my youth, right. I didn't think I enjoyed it. And, right. and then in trying with a different partner found, Oh, I enjoy this a lot. Yeah. 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 I just hadn't had the right partner Mm -hmm. for that experimentation (laughs) rightly on, but yeah, I do. Yes. Do you like agreements? Yeah. You, so Mm -hmm. in your seventh house of like others, you do have Gemini, right? So there might be something changing up positions with your partner would be something right. Because Gemini 
and mm. changing up partners, maybe even because Gemini is notorious for Look. getting bored, right? And so there's something about your um, partners, your committed partnerships, where it's online, right? Like, because Gemini rules sort of the online space. Mm-hmm. And then it rules, you don't have any like personal planets here, but Mercury who rules this is in your Scorpio. Right. So something about secret communications, maybe even is like something fun. I've done quite a bit of sexting in the last two years. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And find that to be very fulfilling and fun. And mm-hmm. it's, um, I mean, it's all of the things, right? It's like <laughs> connecting with someone. Right. It's right. also kind of private behind closed doors. Right. It's, it doesn't intrude into the, uh, I keep my independence. Right. Yeah. 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 It's all of those things. Yeah. All of those things. Do you find that you're quick to infatuation? Like a little bit like, oh my God, I'm obsessed with this person. Maybe like, uh, uh, cause Aries, Aries uh-huh. it, like, quickly is like all OZM. I think I like you, right? There's a a quickness there and then also fifth house of sex for fun and pleasure you're kind of down for it not being super long maybe right mm-hmm. like like you're kind of maybe down for quickies you know oh um, yeah 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 maybe not like all the time there is something about you though that likes to get to the bottom of right because Scorpio likes the mm-hmm. getting to the bottom of what is how far will this go right or Yes. How far can I push you or how far can you push me? Yes. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. Yeah. I mean, I I think I'm like that with a lot of things and definitely Mm -hmm. sexually as well. Like Mm -hmm. how can I, yeah. How far can we take it? What's the edge? What's the edge? That's what Scorpio asks. What's the edge? Mm-hmm. what's the edge and can yeah. I can I put my little toes over the edge like <laughs> how like how far can I push it yeah there's like a tease right there's like a absolutely mm-hmm. and yeah. I went that far last time how far can I go this time right get to because it's a self-challenging one too right mm-hmm. people who have like Scorpio first house well sometimes also there's a, a physical challenge right kind of a thing yeah 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 mm-hmm. I had um, a partner and I were talking about a blowjob I had given them and I, and they were saying something like, oh, it was really good. And I was like, see, but that just means I have to like do better. Right. Stop <gasps> that. Oh my God. I okay. always have to, I'm always going to top it. Like so that's, do you that's have how any, I am. Um, like a uh, visual uh, film um, suggestions for our audience of what maybe you would, where you copy. So investigation is a thing in Scorpio too. So you would definitely, mm. be, you will have watched things. You'll have read things for sure that make you uh, give a better blowjob or give a better, do a better. What are some of your top picks for things that you watch? I know it might be a hard question. You can send me a list later but if you want, but. Yeah, I'll have to think about that. And And here's the thing, right? Like for some reason, and maybe you can illuminate this for me mm-hmm. with yeah. what you see in my chart. Right, right. In in the period that I was in that long term relationship and yes. married, right, I kind of put aside mm. a lot of those aspects of myself. Yes. 
and, and over time, mm-hmm. putting aside like that experimentation and that need that to put sexual side, need yes. the edge, yes, we ended up having a marriage where the sex became, I, I wasn't fulfilled. And right. then eventually it was sexless because I lost all interest. Right. Like I had shut down. Yes. This is really interesting. So now single again, now I'm getting into like exploring and I've been, I've been on this whole kick about like reading books about yes. sexuality and yes. what did I read recently? Oh, I read this, like I read a book all about the vagina, the vagina Bible. And then I read a book all about penises. Oh, nice. Where, yeah. You have to give us a list of those books. I'd love to know. I'll get you a list. And it mm-hmm. was like, cause it had occurred to me that, you know, we learn about this stuff we get a very limited, at least Super. here in the United States of oh, America, mm-hmm. a very limited education right. as, as, as young adolescents. Yes. And then, you know, whatever your parents did or didn't tell you, and then whatever you figured out through trial and error with whatever partners you were with. Mm-hmm. Right. But there's no like ongoing education. And so it occurred to me now as a middle-aged woman. Yes dating yes. middle-aged men, mm-hmm. right? it's like the penises that I'm going to be mm-hmm. handling and yes. coming into contact with and pleasuring are yeah. not the penises of 20 year old guys. No, no. Right? So how does this organ work? Oh, I love you so much, Carolina. You're just fucking awesome. I'm not going to continue to operate on the information that I, that I gathered as a 25 year old. Oh, I love you. 35 year old guys or a 16 year old having sex with 20 year old guys. Yeah. Like, no, we're, we're past that now. So like, how does this organ work? Because I'm going to be handling penises that are now in their fifties. Oh, I love it. Mm -hmm. I love it. Oh my God. I love you. Oh my God. I love it so much. (laughs) You guys get this Virgo Venus a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. I love it. Right. Here's one book. I here's one book that I've been really touting to people. You were talking about that, like wanting to share things with the world. Yes. I've now bought this book for people. I've been <sighs> sharing it with people. It was shared with me and then I read it and now I've been sharing it with other people. Come as you are. Uh-huh. Oh. Um, oh gosh. What How is come spelled? C-O-M-E? C-O-M-E. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's, and it's all about sexuality and, um, desire. Mm-hmm. Cause at the end of my marriage, I thought like it was all dried up and gone. Right. Something's wrong I had, with me now. I had completely mm-hmm. lost any interest in that relationship. Right. And as soon as we broke up, it came back. Oh, damn. Interesting. But in, in reading this book, it kind of talks oh. about mm-hmm. nice. It talks <laughs> about desire is not like there isn't like a drive, like one sex drive. Mm-hmm. It's more like there's an accelerator and a break. Right. And Mm -hmm. some things hit the accelerator and other things hit the brake. And some people's accelerator is more sensitive and other people's brake is more sensitive. And it's this little dance between the accelerator and the brake. Like if you were driving a car. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I love it. I love it. And so I've been, I've been trying to think about it in that way too. Like as I'm moving forward, like I can see back in my previous relationships where that, Mm -hmm. and now I'm thinking about in in the encounters I'll have moving forward. Mm -hmm. And as I'm thinking about like, okay, what are my needs? Like, yeah. Where are those, what is hitting the brakes? What hits the accelerator for me? Right. Right. Totally. I love it. 
Yeah. Uh, I uh, love it. <laughs> Scorpio arrows, right? Right. Investigative, um, mm-hmm. like investigating desire, mm-hmm. right? Um, do you think it's attractive when other people kind of study you the same way that you study them? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I think that's what that um, arrow Scorpio would look like, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of appreciation for the reading between the lines in the body language, mm-hmm. right? The, the equal awareness of kind of the unspoken signals and... Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like that uh, Scorpio mystique, right? Like there's a there's a pull, there's a magnetic. And so I bet, I bet you kind of feel pulled towards that Scorpio energy too. Mm-hmm. Right. And you're mentioning this, like hitting the brakes and going. So in opposition to your fifth house is Libra partnerships. Uh, Aries likes to run fast. We're not going to aim. We're just going to fucking go. Boom. I feel it. It's here. Let's go for it really fast. Right. Yeah. And then your Scorpio though, would be more like, you know, a little bit like hit the brakes. I wonder if that's like what that kind of is about and why unlocking that is somewhat of a fascinating thing for you, right? Because uh, Scorpio, totally. yeah, yeah. Scorpio wants to be prepared, ready. Well, actually Aries likes to be prepared. They're both Mars ruled, Aries and Scorpio. Um, Aries wants to be first to the breach, right? Aries is really quick. You know, it is the machine gun, they call it, <laughs> of the you know, so machine gun with sex or fun, right? And it's egoic. That's where the performance comes. Yeah, none along. of this like three date stuff. No, no, like, no, 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 no. Totally, I can be whatever all... antiquated bullshit. That oh my god, are we sexting? Like, no. Am I turned on by this sex? We, as soon as we meet up, we're I'm gonna start going to negotiations, right? Right. Because that's what I'm here for. Out front, open, right? Absolutely. Yeah, totally. That's very Aries, right? Uh, and then Scorpio, though, is also Mars ruled, so a sexual component, right? Like going at a huntress. So Scorpio, Mars is a huntress, and there's a, a fun huntress thing about it. And then Aries is the hunter, but it's kind of the more masculine expression of sex, right? Open, direct, honest about what is wanted. So <laughs> I think right. of Scorpio as that ninja too. Like yeah. More night, more investigative, less frontline. Achilles. <laughs> okay, this is hilarious. Yeah. A story from my youth. Oh my God, I love it. Go. When I, I must have been in my late teens, early 20s, you know, we would go out and, and I used to call it stealth. Like I'm going into stealth mode. And it was like, you know, we would be out somewhere and it's oh like God. I would pick, I would pick, my prey for the evening and I'd be like giving them an eye from across the room like I'm like reeling them in right <laughs> it's a haunt. oh yeah yeah, yeah very, I used to be very much that way and then I went through a period where I felt like kind of burnt out by that yeah totally I wanted to be pursued mm-hmm 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 Yeah. And then I ended up in that long-term relationship. So then that was kind of done. Right. But I'm back. And now I'm thinking like, how do I, how do I want to approach this now? 
Like what, what do I need? What am I available for? Like, that's kind of where I'm at in my life right right now. You're available for humor. You're available for meeting up with someone being humorous, right? Maybe going to a comedy club, something like, or a festival, right? Something, um, but something that is like fun, right? Because, and it's also philosophical. So there's also something about you that maybe, maybe it's time for that sort of, you know, philosophical, deeper meanings of life kind of coming in. You know what I mean? Like in the youthfulness, there's less of it, but mm-hmm. you know, now maybe that's kind of part of what we're bringing in. We're bringing almost like a spiritual component, right? Cause you will have also matured spiritually, right? You've definitely right. always had a spiritual connection for sure. And I'm wondering if that's maybe a part of this a little bit, right? Yeah. Adding that component in, adding that intention, that magical spiritual intention, right? Uh, Something about that would be interesting. Also sort of embracing that uh, you get bored in committed partnerships, right? Like huge, because Gemini does, you know? So you definitely need someone who's got a fair amount of fire and maybe a fair amount of earth who can hold all this emotion. That's a lot of water. That's a lot of water. That's a lot of deep, deep feels. <laughs> deep, deep feels that you don't say, but that are under the surface, right? So- yeah. But this is like definitely intuitive. So my thought is like in the dating world, right? You would put your knees out there, like kind of like an Aries, Mm -hmm. right? Dating. Bold. Like I'm unwilling to commit, right? Mm -hmm. But once you Mm -hmm. get into this energy, the Scorpio can take over, right? And kind of assess the situation. If there's that little thing that is like sparking your investigative, right? Mm -hmm. Or it's a chase that Aries, right? But I would just be honest about this fifth house Aries, right? Going into it, just be like, I'm not looking for anything, right? I want to be able to hit it and quit it. Like I want to go. I don't Mm -hmm. want, you know what I mean? Like there may be an upfrontness Mm -hmm. about that piece. And then once you're, once your Scorpio can feel it out, then I think it would get real interesting. Mm -hmm. Right. But like, then you're pursued, but then you're still weeding out. Right. 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 Hunting for the right one. Sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what I would lead with because your Scorpio can do the rest, right? Mm -hmm. If it's really Mm -hmm. fascinated with someone, it'll naturally investigate further, right? It'll take, it has a mind of its own. It'll take off. There's something so magical and intuitive about the combination of the Scorpio Pisces. Yeah. Right there, Mm -hmm. right? That wisdom, that conscious, unconscious connection, right? It'll be a- someone who feels like home you're, you'll probably have mm. a spiritual person this person will likely be pious spiritual in some way because your fourth house is pisces right so i think somebody who feels like home right um, yeah it, mm-hmm. it would be easy for all of this water to get exhausted getting caught up with too many feelings for people that don't matter mm-hmm. right right or just coming and going I would not waste all of this water, emotional feels, right? I'd protect that Scorpio to some extent and that Pisces, right? Like, because water can automatically, empathically pick up shit, right? And if you're dealing with too many toxic people, Mm -hmm. that's going to muddy the water for you after the fact, right? Mm -hmm. So I think um, 
right? Some some level of screening <laughs> be necessary. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely choosier too. Oh yeah. At this oh, yeah. point in my life, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Like I was, I was, I was a lot more like, yeah, whatever, anything goes. Yeah. Right. Previously, and kind of, yeah, just kind of down for whatever, and not honestly, not very choosy. <gasps> oh my god, so you know what's really out for a good time. Oh my god, what's interesting here is is that in Virgo, which is where uh-huh. your Venus is, the seventh degree. And it's the only degree in all of Virgo that has this. It's called the promiscuous degree. Isn't that interesting? So you attract it and give it. Wow, that is really interesting. I've never actually seen that in action. It just like occurred to me just now. But no, it's whoa. a very true thing. And so like now at this point in my life, mm-hmm. it's like, like, no, like I'm down to go out and have a good time and be right. casual and, and, mm-hmm. and hold on to my independence. Right, have right. a good time, different right. people, experience different things, explore mm-hmm. all of those good things. But I am feeling choosier about it now just because yeah. it's like, I've, I had enough experiences mm-hmm. young, right. Disappointing sex or right. People who weren't worth the effort or were dishonest or disloyal or you right. know whatever. I had enough of those experiences to know, like, from here forward, it's like, yeah, I'm down to have a good time and it doesn't have to be serious. I'd prefer it not to be serious. Yeah. But I'm also like, if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh Embodied honesty, right? Mm -hmm. Badge rising. Yeah. It's important for your body to say yes. Right. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like even if you someone and there's some expectation, it's yeah, like Lisa, it has to be a hell yes, right? Mm-hmm. Like your Sag is not, yeah, it's gonna be so disappointing and so like energetically zapping mm-hmm. if it's not an embodied reaction. Absolutely. I'm way more aware of that now. So that's it's really cool that you read that in the chart because I'm definitely <laughs> yeah coming to accept that. Like, no, that's something I need. I need mm-hmm. right. Like it needs to be a solid, like, yes, I yes. feel this, mm-hmm. you know, not yes. just a kind of wishy-washy. Well, I guess. Okay. Right. <laughs> and how about this? So Libra is notoriously known as sort of the, um, not straight, not exclusively straight of the Zodiac. Mars in Scorpio tends to be straight though, right? It tends to be straightforward, mm-hmm. but, uh, I'm wondering about this. And then, cause you have an eighth house cancer that's feminine eighth house, eighth houses. We like to merge with mm. sort of share more with, if you will. And it's a, it's a cancer. Your moon is in Mars. It's still in a martial sign, which is very, you know, but it's, but Scorpio itself is a feminine sign and your Venus is in a feminine sign and your eighth house craves nurturing. So whoever it is that you merge with, you will have to feel nurtured in some way, right? Like fed Mm. back, fed into, um, not taken advantage of, right? Is what? Oh yeah. Taken for granted. Yes. Cancer's being taken for granted or taking advantage of that is like, no, get lost. Right. And no part of that. No, and it, it would it would it would be really difficult to merge with a person too who 
And that's why it shuts off probably. So, Mm. right. If you were not Mm -hmm. nurtured in the last relationship. So something about your future relationships feeling mothered almost like nurtured in that way. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Something about that you will want to merge with, right? Something about something, something very feminine, you know? I mean, it doesn't have to be like a woman. Have you ever, like, I imagine you will have, no? No, no. Okay. I wonder if that Scorpio stellium would kind of mitigate that a little bit, but. Could be. mm -hmm. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Interesting. Uh, Most Libras I know. But what is, but, Mm -hmm. but here's something that's interesting. Yeah. I, I have always leaned personality wise, like a lot of very like traditionally masculine traits. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm also very attracted to the masculine, but I'm also attracted to androgynous men or men that would be considered feminine. So there's a weird mix there of those energies, those dualities. Do you ever have like lady crushes? Like I don't want to hook up with them. I don't, I'm not sexually interested, but like, oh my God, there's something magnetic. Their aesthetic and their presence. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because right. I have a Scorpio oh, yeah. rising and I feel that way. I don't mm-hmm. feel yeah. bicurious in the way that I want to like get down. Right. But no. there is something magnetic about women though, right? Like, so, yeah. I don't, yeah. No, I'm totally. Yeah, yeah, I've worshipped Elizabeth Taylor my entire. Oh my God, Cleopatra's one of my all-time like top favorite movies. I uh, love it. Oh, so her good. presence. She's a Pisces. I bet that's why she's got a Pisces Mars, a Pisces Sun. She got a lot of Pisces oh. in the fourth house. So, and that's your fourth house. She has Pisces fourth house, like you. Interesting. That means Me you guys have the same rising. Yeah, you do. That's right. You have a yeah. I know it's her fourth house because I've used her in uh, Eros, Eros classes. So her Scorpio mm. mystique is also 12th house. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. You have that in common. And so you yeah. were having any common with Elizabeth Taylor. Just I'm well, tickled. You got it. That's really Whole areas great. of life matchup. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, she has Eros in Pisces of the fourth house and you have it in uh, a trine, a flowing aspect. So mm. there's a getting. Uh, when we have trines with other people, right? Or sextiles, there's like an ease, like, a, oh, there's something there, right? Yeah. F- a familiarity that, or a love, appreciation, you know? Yeah. That's so, so interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Eros in the fourth house usually means um, I meet people from my hometown or um, I meet people and then maybe I'll break up and then get back together with them. Like, that happens a lot in the fourth house. And she did mm. that, right? She mm-hmm. got remarried. I imagine, mm-hmm. I imagine Eros in any of these water sign houses mm-hmm. would be like psychically, mm-hmm. magically magnetic. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like so Eros is the, like, yeah. So hers in the fourth house and then uh, Carmelita's in the 12th house. I think there's a similar kind of magic mystery to the, mm-hmm. the water houses mm-hmm. right and so when you put an arrows in there but there's a similar quality right we should overlap yours and um elizabeth taylor's chart. i know right just oh. like oh shit oh it'd be the same house <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> yeah, right. Well, I know that. Um, yeah. Well, our time's about up. I know that you have a bunch of. Uh, I we did. I did a zodiacal releasing for you, Carmelita. So I know for mm-hmm. sure that you have something huge, peaky peak, massive in that area of relationships coming up for you. Something big. So that's kind of Bring fun it. to look forward to. I kind of am excited to see what that even fucking is. You know, I am too. I don't know, but I've never seen peaks on peaks like that in arrows. So that's really interesting for me to see, right? Where I'm like, oh, fuck, what is that? That's exciting. Uh, very exciting. Um, Yeah, you want to go with the, so like when I, what I would look for for you in like another person, right? Somebody who maybe has some Pisces placements, right? Because this will mean that it'll make it kind of spiritual and it'll vibe Mm. well with that rising sign. So maybe like sun, moon or rising or Venus in Pisces would be excellent for your Venus in Virgo, right? Because when you feel down, this person would be able to pick you back up, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, Somebody with, so Libra here, so Gemini, because Gemini is pretty good. Gemini would get you too, and your boredom, your sense of boredom. So nice. You know, that, rising or by house. I've found that that is important. Yes. Yeah, totally. <laughs> right? life experience. Yes. Uh, but somebody with a lot of earth. So somebody who has, it could be uh Taurus. Taurus would be your opposition. I know. I was thinking about that too. I was like, oh. But you have wounds there, which means that they would probably push on some wounds, they which isn't bad. out of you, potentially. Yeah, you a Taurus mm. placement could be triggering uh, a Virgo. What if it's like a Taurus rising though? Yeah, right. Right. What if it was like somebody strong, insecure, and the opposite of your your right. Scorpio, right? right? But if if it's their rising, mm-hmm. maybe there would be something more secure about getting triggered, right? There'd be like a safety, right? I I, I don't think fear all Taurus. I think. I think yeah. the right for <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, and really Taurus nice. is Taurus is more sensual. So they would challenge you to be less penetrative sexual and to be more cuddly taste oriented. Right. So that's yeah. where that balance would be somehow. Um, and then Capricorn. Um, Capricorn is your second house. So they would bring if you found somebody out of sun, moon rising. Venus Capricorn. Um, it would complement your Venus here. There'd be a flowing aspect. Um, it would help your Mars. Um, Mars likes friction though. So there is some need to be frictiony. Maybe like a Mars and Leo <laughs> would be interesting. Um, but uh, so a sun, moon, or rising will bring you valuables. You'll feel they're valuable to you. Somebody who has Capricorn placements, they'll feel valuable to you in some way right? Cause that's what that is. Um, also there's a possessiveness about this part too. So they would maybe equally want to possess you like a, but in like that good way, a flowing yeah. way. Mm-hmm. I think the Leo might be interesting too, because you have a North node there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so some sort of Leo sun moon, mm-hmm. maybe like a Leo moon, right? Yeah. Like, or something where like, they kind of naturally inspire this north node but also are kind of fiery because you have that sad rising Mm -hmm. and then also you have that fiery dating house right so I think fire is kind of you know probably Mm -hmm. pretty attractive but I think a Leo vibe might be kind of interesting it might kind of spark like a 
a more karmic thing. But you would have to know that like a Leo, it would be in a square, right? It'd be a, or no, this one. Yeah, yeah. It would be in a, a square to your Mars. So power struggles, okay. which might be awesome. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Leo and Scorpio are both fixed. You both like things the way they like things. Yeah. 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 If we're talking like power exchange, then yeah, sign me up for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Leo is a great one. <laughs> <laughs> well, really it's good. like, it's you're, all year. Mm-hmm. you're Leo in uh, your Leo North node, right? There's a little bit of a need for a stage. Yeah. It's yeah. Um, retrograde, which makes me think maybe the podcasting feels really good, mm-hmm. right? Because it's more it does, yeah. inward stage than a actual stage in a way, mm-hmm. right? But I think um, a Leo energy could inspire more, mm-hmm. right? You to shine more. Like they could teach you unconsciously even how to step into that even more mm-hmm. in ways that yeah mm-hmm. right yeah yeah no I um, love this well and that's something I've discovered through all this all kind of the the fun mm-hmm. I've been having yes with people from a distance through sexing like asking for a picture and then I get to be very creative yeah yeah in the photo or the video that I take right totally love that yeah yeah. right like things like that where it's not like performance on a stage right right but like sometimes it involves like a role yes yes totally or or there's something aesthetically I'm trying to capture for them yeah yeah Leo is a brand so you might have in your mind like a kind of brand of something you know right or like different brand mm-hmm. roles maybe roles a spooky also. brand right because uh <laughs> all this yeah. stuff. Uh, dominatrix brand i was thinking know. a skull somehow like skull so. somehow yeah mm-hmm. okay. um okay so we need a list of your favorite films all-time sexy films it can be Ooh. pornographic or not. I like both. I have some fun porn. If you ever are interested in it. Uh, I am. Be- okay, good, 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 good. I will have to share We can, we can swap. We can swap things. All right, cool. I love that. I'm always interested in that. Um, because I think the world needs more. The world needs more. Um, I, I hope one day to be such a we good astrologer. Yeah, we need to start linking these things in like show notes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean like a resource. <gasps> resources be all explicit on pot explicit y'all yeah go to our website this is where we have the explicit shit (laughs) anyway exactly i've been really getting back into reading erotica again yes i have a great oh my god i have the best suggestion ever my 20s like i've been getting back into that i don't know why i ever stopped oh my god (laughs) this is my favorite erotica. i enjoy it so much My favorite erotic novel right now is Priest, A Love Story. Mary's heard me suggest this all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. That's right. You need to fucking read it. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> oh my God. Ninth house. Ninth so house energy, right? Yeah. All right. We have to go though. Oh my God. We probably talk <laughs> all our lives. <laughs> all our lives. Thank well, you for coming is- on. Oh my God. Thank you so much. Oh no. Thank you. Uh, and yes, should I find myself down the line? Yes, with a partner or potential partner whose chart right. I can, you know, we'll we'll do something at some other time. I'm sure. The other thing, I'm curious. I think we should do a part two where we overlap yours and Elizabeth Taylor's chart. chart. Oh, I would oh love God. that. Oh Are God, you kidding? 
really fun. I fucking worship that woman. Oh my god. I think it would be amazing. She's glorious. <laughs> She's glorious. Let's do it. I do. Okay, cool. Yeah, I think it'd be rad. Um, I had another thought, but I'm gonna stop having thoughts now. Stop being interesting so I can stop talking. Yeah. Damn it. Okay, okay. Okay. All righty. Well, thank you so much. I love you. Best problem. I love you both. Thank you. All right. Bye, friends. Bye bye. Thanks for listening. Check out our playlists on our website. We have Zodiac playlists at teamaquarius.com.